Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all of you amazing people who listen to this podcast. Welcome back. I'm really excited about today's episode because honestly, it's a little bit different. Most episodes are me trying to explain different weight loss principles or concepts or different things about, you know, the the bully in your brain and your mentality and how that impacts your life and your food choices and weight loss and all these sorts of things, right? But Here's what I know. No matter how hard I try, sometimes the most powerful thing you can hear is someone else's words, someone who's basically in your exact same shoes or has been in the exact same shoes that you're in. So today's episode is going to be totally different. I have actually gathered about three or four different posts from people inside my Inner Circle Coaching Group. And I'm going to share with you their words. And I haven't asked their permission, so I'm not going to include their names. And I know you guys still listen to the podcast. So (laughs) once you hear it, you'll be like, oh, wait, that was me. That was me. But I'm not going to share their names. But these posts are incredible. And they're such tremendous insight. And I can pretty much guarantee that as you hear what they share, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, they get it. And wait a minute. This is what they're doing to overcome. This is what they're doing that really, really helps. And there'll be some parts of these posts that maybe don't seem to make quite as much sense. And you're going to, in some parts of these, of what these people share, you're going to get a peek into some of the things we teach and preach and learn and do inside the inner circle coaching group. And I think it's going to be really helpful. And with some of the posts, I'll maybe pull out one or two things to share one or two things. I really don't want you to miss that. I think will be helpful, but I just want you to hear their words because I think that you'll connect and I think it'll be super beneficial. You ready? Let's not waste any more time. Let's go. Here we go. Post number one. This person said, my thoughts have always seemed to go in every direction. I have all the pieces to the puzzle, but don't seem to know how to fit them together or if they are even from the same puzzle. (laughs) With the last few coaching calls, I've been thinking about my default behaviors and what they mean. Where have I not totally figured it out yet? And I did have what felt like a peek at the finished puzzle. Again, this is hard to explain given my squirrel-like brain. No offense to the squirrels. But with the examples of default behaviors in front of me, I feel like the I'm busy, so I quit, that's my go-to. Followed by I'm stressed, so just skip it, along with a bit of emotional eating. That's me. So I'm thinking about it, trying to figure figure it all out, what I'm supposed to do with this now. And even though Corey already said, see it, crack it, change it, I'm a pretender, so it always seems to be something I'll do tomorrow. Guys, that's something we do in the group. We talk. We have kind of two different weight loss personalities, pretender and punisher, and we help you figure out which one you are. So she says, I'm a pretender, so it's always some, it's, it always seems to be something I'll just do tomorrow. And as I'm listening to Corey's teaching on the defaults being a spectrum, saying default is on one side and diet like hardcore extreme diet is on the other side, and we in this group want to be in the middle, it suddenly struck me 
Every single time I do a default behavior, it is a choice and action is being taken. I had convinced myself that my default behaviors were almost like a little pause button that I could hit when things got a little outside of my comfort zone. But there's no pause button on life. Every single thing you do is in action, regardless of the context. So now the cracking seems to be a bit more clear. Since I have chosen to acknowledge it instead of ignoring it, the changing part seems a lot harder. But I know planning will help me so much. That's why I'm going to move up my check-in to Saturday evening or Sunday mornings and give myself a set time for planning my week, a plan that I can actually follow. I have also realized I need to go slow since it's been working well so far. Phew, that was harder than I thought, but I'm glad it's out and I hope it made sense. Oh my goodness, there's so much good stuff here. Just a few quick things I want to point out. I don't know if I've ever heard (laughs) a statement that I agree with more. There is no pause button on life. Oh, it's true, right guys? Like we think that, oh, we think, oh, I'll just hit the pause button. I'll, I'll pause my weight loss. I'll pause this. I'll pause that. No, life keeps going on. Your body and your health keeps going on. There is no pause button on life. And every single thing we do is a choice that we make. It's an action that either keeps us where we are or moves us toward the life and the body that we want, or it moves us away from what we want. Every single thing we do, it's a choice. It's an action that we take. We can't hit a pause button and then something doesn't count. It all counts. So, so powerful, the realization she had. She goes on to say, I have chosen to acknowledge it instead of ignore it. Oh, that's like a, that's like a mind-blowing moment, right? Guys, so many of us do that. I do it with parts and areas of my life. We see things we don't like. We see habits or we see trends or we see patterns. And we kind of just, uh, we kind of just shove it under the rug. You know, oh, we just kinda, even though we don't realize it, we just kind of ignore it. And she says, wait a minute, I see it. Now I'm choosing to acknowledge it instead of ignore it. So powerful because until we acknowledge it, we see it and we have awareness of it. We can't change it. If we just ignore it, we're powerless to change it. So that's the first, the first post I wanted to share. Next up, this person starts and they say, I'm so glad to make this post as the bully in my brain was creeping in over liquid calories this week. Liquid calories, that could be wine or uh, you know, soft drinks or anything else, any other uh, liquid beverage that contains calories. Typically, it's wine or soft drinks. So they say, so glad to make this post as the bully in my brain was creeping in over liquid calories th- this week. Then I realized I had still achieved my weekly goals. So take that, bully. I've also been dealing with the bully that's been telling me that after one and a half years, I shouldn't need this program anymore, that I should have it all down by now, that I should have it all together. And then I realized I was in a completely dysfunctional relationship with food for 45 plus years. It might take a few years to unlearn all those habits. So I'm going to take all the time I need. Over the past few weeks, I've realized that I have a tendency to tell myself that I am fine when I'm really not. I've worked to actually feel my feelings over the past 15 years, but I'm now seeing there is more to work on. As a kid, it was a magical moment when I discovered I could simply turn off all the pain in my brain like a light switch. I know now 
It was a survival mechanism that allowed me to get past the abuse I suffered as a kid. But I also know what served me back then does not serve me today. Flipping the switch means you live in the dark, and I'm becoming more and more comfortable in the light. It's amazing the insight I get when I stop using food as a crutch. I'm wishing all you wonderful people a terrific week. Whoo! Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Here's the thing, guys. There's, I mean, I could read that whole thing again. Rewind and listen to it again. Flipping the switch means you live in the dark, and I'm becoming more and more comfortable in the light. Look, my friends, if we don't feel our feelings, <laughs> I know this sounds like, you know, hokey psychological stuff. Just hang with me. If you are not willing to feel your feelings, if you don't feel the bad, then you're not as likely to feel or recognize or enjoy the good. We, Whenever we numb ourselves... We can't feel not only the bad, but we miss the good. And the amazing insight, don't, don't miss what she said. The, it's amazing the insight I get when I stop using food as a crutch. For a lot of us, it's food. For, for many of us, it can be something else. Amazing insight comes when we stop numbing ourselves with food or alcohol or endless hours of TV or whatever. And it's that insight that we get that will lead us to where we truly want to be in life. So don't tell yourself you're fine when you're not. And try not to just shove those emotions and those feelings down. Feel them. Think about them. Try to process them. And whatever your crutch is, I know it's not easy. I know it's not a simple process. But if you can, the more you can kind of set that aside a little bit, the more you can stop using that crutch, the more insight you will have the more you will be able to move in the direction you want in life because you'll have awareness and you'll see the things you need to see. And then one last thing, I don't want to miss this. She said, after one and a half years, I shouldn't need this program anymore. I should have it all down. I should have it figured out by now. Don't, don't, please don't misunderstand. This person has made incredible progress. They've achieved, they've achieved incredible results and they've also had a whirlwind of a life in the past one and a half years. They lost a loved one. Um, they had a bunch of different stuff going on. I know that I think they changed jobs, a bunch of different things. But don't miss what they said here. Then I realized I was in a completely dysfunctional relationship with food for over 45 years. It might take a few years to unlearn all those habits. Guys, we get so obsessed with fast weight loss. Got to lose weight. Got to lose it fast. Got to go, 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 do it, do it, do it. I need to fix my body. I got to fix my food habits. It might take a little bit of time. And that's okay. We've been ingraining our relationship with food, our food habits, our patterns, our, our attitude toward exercise. We've been ingraining all of those things for years and years and years. And then we want to turn around and fix it all in six weeks? Are you kidding me? As this person says, it might take a few years to, un to unlearn all those habits. So I'm going to take all the time I need. Boom! Once you have that perspective, once you embrace that, the pressure's off. I'm going to take all the time I need and I'm going to figure this junk out. The pressure's off and then you're free to explore and learn and move forward in a positive direction. Mm, so good. So good. Okay, next up. This one's a little bit longer, but man, it's super powerful. This is actually kind of a two-parter. So first they said, man, I'm really feeling the bully in my brain tonight. I'm beating myself up for all of my slip-ups. I'm trying to not let this wreck the rest of my day or week. I still went to the gym, 
I'm not drinking liquid calories, but I want to eat a ton of food and just be lazy, even though I have so much to do. But right now, I'm rejecting, I'm choosing to reject the all or nothing mentality. But goodness, it is hard. Trying to treat yourself with kindness while still maintaining integrity. It will be okay. I'm just really feeling the bully in my brain. You're not alone if you're having a hard or weird or off night. Thanks for reading this ramble. So that was kind of part one. And then they followed up with another post. Um, After we kind of talked a little bit about this in a coaching call, they followed it up with another post a few days later. And they said, I'm learning that I process through writing. I can make things make sense to myself if I write them and make sure they make sense to others. Thanks for reading all of my posts. This one is a ramble. Thinking about my black box from last week, I actually did a podcast episode on this, guys, about how when we struggle, when we stumble, when we have failures or, or we, you know, we disappoint ourselves, that's like our black box. It's like when there's a plane crash and they want to study the, the data that the black box recorded. We've got to go into that mess that we don't want to see and study it and learn from it. And so... I did a special lesson on this in the coaching group and we dove into it and explained it and I taught people how to do this. And she says, I'm thinking about my black box from last week. I'm posting today because I'm in a more stable place. I can look back now without worrying about today and my habits. What happened, happened. I'm moving forward this week with the self-love and discipline. I'm focusing on my specific weekly goals. This has been a strengthening process. The last two weeks were very high emotion. I didn't realize how much I emotionally ate. I experienced really high highs like finding a wedding venue and being in my favorite city and also some really low lows. I was exhausted. No wonder I self-sabotaged with food and sugar and alcohol. I thought it made me feel better. Newsflash, it didn't and it doesn't. (laughs) I now realize that putting good things into my body makes me feel better than just eating what tastes good. I think I logically knew this, but I'm emotionally processing that as I compare how I feel this week to how I felt last week. Last week was a big battle with the bully in my brain. It was, and still kind of is, saying some crazy crap about food and about myself in general. As it turns out, there is pressure in being a bride and planning a wedding, but Monday's coaching call helped me snap out of it. I'm not sure what the end of this post is. The process is still ongoing. I'm anchoring and using my grounding questions Changing my brain and improving my relationship with myself is a big goal for me right now, more than weight loss. I have to figure out how to fully love myself, especially as I go into Pinterest land, where the pressure to be perfect is so real. I am not perfect. I'm still learning how to be respectful to myself in both my actions and my thoughts. Hopefully some of this makes sense. Oh... Some of it doesn't make sense. All of it makes incredible, incredible sense. Oh, my goodness. She said early in that second post, what happened, happened. I'm moving forward this week with self-love and discipline. Oh, my goodness. That's so good. I'm moving forward with self-love and discipline. Those two things are needed, guys. We can't be way too hard on ourselves and have no self-love. But then we can't be all super lovey-dovey and have no discipline. So beautifully said, what happened, happened. It's done. Okay, I look back, I learn from it, it's gone. And now I'm moving forward this week with self-love and discipline. They also said, 
Treat yourself with kindness while still maintaining integrity. This is the secret. This is just another way of saying the self-love and discipline. Kindness and integrity. Integrity is having discipline, doing what you, you say you're going to do, showing up for yourself. And the kindness is part of the self-love. We need both of these. If there is a secret to weight loss, if there is a secret to, to anything in life, to improving your life, this is it. It's the balance of these two. It's the self-love and the kindness balanced with the discipline and the integrity. We need them both. Don't miss that. Write it down. It's powerful. <laughs> but that's not the only thing that's powerful. The other thing that I don't want you to miss is the power of looking back, thinking, processing, and then getting it out. I did an episode about this. Get the power of getting it out like emotional diarrhea. Get it out by writing or talking or sharing in some way. That is incredibly, incredibly beneficial. Look back. What happened? Why did it happen? Think about it. Process it. Ask questions. Answer questions. And then get it out. Write it down. Talk to someone. Just share it in some way. Get it out of your head. So huge. So beneficial. This person also said, changing my brain and improving my relationship with myself is a big goal for me right now, even more than weight loss. Now, for some of you, it's like, what? No, I want to lose weight. Like, I want to lose weight because that'll make me feel better about myself and that'll give me more confidence. And it's like weight loss is the entry to all of these other things that we really want. And we have it backwards, my friends. So many people have it backwards. Here's the thing. As she achieves her goals, as she achieves the goal of changing her brain and improving her relationship with herself, she will also move forward with weight loss. She will also move toward her weight loss goals. This is the right order. Change your brain. Improve your relationship with yourself. The weight loss comes. It's almost like a wonderful side effect. <laughs> it's a natural result of those other two things. That's the correct order. It's not backwards like we often try to force on ourselves. Like I just described, well, I'll lose weight so that I can feel more confident. I'll, and I get it. I do. Like if we can improve or change our physical appearance, we, you know, that makes us feel better about ourselves. I, I get that mentality. I do. But if you force it through negative emotions and through hating your appearance and through belittling and, and berating and yourself and, and showing no kindness to yourself, if you force it with all of those things, do you really think you're going to feel good about it? Change your brain, improve your relationship with yourself, and that naturally will lead to weight loss. Oh, such, such good stuff. Now, next and last, my goodness, my goodness, one of my favorite topics. Here we go. So this person said, I had a victory while weighing today. I've had a rough couple of weeks and have not had integrity with all of my goals. The last time I weighed was in January, and it was the lowest number I've seen in at least seven years, probably closer to 10 years. I decided to weigh today. I told myself I knew it was going to be higher than January's numbers and that I could not get mad at myself. I'm not going to allow myself to get mad at myself because look at what I have not been doing. So I stepped on and I was up a little over a pound. I almost cried because I was so happy that I cared so little about what the scales read. Of course, all of this is going on while listening to one of Corey's podcasts or coaching calls. I feel so much better about weighing. I'm not obsessed about the numbers. Of course, I want to continue to lose weight, but it is not life-consuming. 
pay attention. Turn up the volume. Don't miss this. <laughs> I'm reading it again. I'm not obsessed about the numbers. Of course I want to continue to lose weight, but it is not life-consuming. I'm so blessed to have found this program in this group. Uh, guys, there is a goal that you don't even know you should have that you should have. You ready for this? You ready? Your goal should not just be to lose weight, but it should be for it, for weight loss, to have its proper place in your life. And this goes right back to what I was saying with the previous person's post. Their biggest goals were, hey, I want to change my brain and get this bully in the brain crap figured out because I'm sick and tired of beating myself up. And I want to improve my relationship with myself. And as I do those things, yeah, I want to lose weight too. But like, as they do those things, the weight loss will come. So many of us put weight loss on this pedestal. If I could only lose weight, it will fix my life. It will fix all my problems. And then naturally, and we don't realize that, right? We don't really say it, but it we, we put it on such a pedestal and it's so important to us that before we realize it, that's a belief we have in our head. And it becomes huge. And no wonder it's pressure-filled. And no wonder it's such an emotional process. But... When we begin to peel back the layers, when we, when we begin to put weight loss in its proper place in our life, you are not only liberated, you are empowered. And I believe 100% that at that point, when weight loss is put in its proper place in your life, it's not that you will lose less weight or you'll have less of a chance of losing weight. You'll actually be more successful. The pressure's off and you can lose weight and you can do it at a healthy rate and you can enjoy the process. And guess what? When you enjoy the process, you don't want to quit <laughs> and you're changing your brain and you're improving your relationship with yourself and you're gaining confidence and you're losing weight. And then you form what used to be this negative, horrible, pressure-filled diet cycle. You shift that. You transform that into this wonderful, positive cycle where everything feeds off itself. And is it flawless? And are there never any hiccups or bumps in the road or challenges? No, absolutely not. You see with all of these people's posts, they all encounter challenges. They've all been dealing with hurdles, but they have this incredibly different perspective and they have huge insight and they're making progress and they're not down and, you know, beating themselves up all the time. That happens, but then they dig into it and they figure out why and they're progressing and they're optimistic. So that's it. That's all I wanted to share with you today. I hope that these people's insights and stories and, and just sharing a little part of their journey has been helpful for you and where you are in your journey. And I hope that there might be at least just one thing, maybe one thing that really stuck out to you that you'll write down, or maybe you'll listen to that part of this episode again, and it will just really be a huge benefit, a huge help for you as you move forward. And as always, guys, if you ever want to know more about joining these wonderful people and becoming part of the Inner Circle Coaching Group, you can always send an email to support at corylittlecoaching.com. I'll include that down in the show notes or really the easiest way and where you'll learn a lot more about what we do in the Inner Circle Coaching Group and a lot of what I teach and preach and how we go about things. Just go to antidietclass.com. And you can register for my free class. There are multiple times you can attend and you can learn so much there. And you can also learn how you can become part of the inner circle 
if you'd like to. That link I will include in the show notes as well. Now, let's wrap it up like we always do. So appropriate since the last person's post we shared was talking about the scales and how they cried, not because the scales were up a pound, but they cried because they were so happy that they didn't care about the scales. They didn't care that it was up one pound. You know why? Because there's so much more than a number on a little machine, and so are you. There's so much more to you than one number. So don't let the scales dominate your day or dictate your headspace. Don't get up and start every day by stepping on the scales and weighing and beating yourself up about that number. Leave that behind. No, 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 no. And yes, you can still lose weight, even if you don't weigh every day. You can lose weight. You can be successful. But losing weight is really all about gaining life and living the life you've always wanted. And that comes from changing your brain and improving your relationship with yourself. It does. I promise. That's part of having the life that you want to have. And I believe 100% that you can do it. I believe you can overcome the scales. I believe you can lose weight. I believe you can change your brain. I believe you can drastically improve your relationship with yourself and have a much more enjoyable life that's full of confidence and just full of all the things you want. I believe it 100%. Even if you've tried and failed a million times in the past, it's okay. You keep listening. I'll keep working on you. We will get you there. Thank you for your time today, my friends. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.